0: the penny for our thoughts podcast we can get a third-party opinion on your worries concerns or problems that you may have in your life remember don't keep it to yourself give some to us my name is gerald and my name is john and we are your hosts for penny for our thoughts podcast just a reminder for any potential sponsors out out there, we're still not sponsored, so we have some <laughs> uh, some leeway in terms of uh, accepting sponsorships. Just uh, wink, wink. Yeah, but and, we just, and, do
1: right now, like, just do it right now. Like do it right now. Brought to you by whatever. <laughs> brought to you by. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: If only we got three in the holster today, John. Three, three. Uh, it's a number, nice round number that we usually go with, um, and it's it's gonna go from. Uh, Actually, there's not really any particular order. I'm just going to jump right into it. This one. There's no like, you know, like,
1: oh, how's your day going?
0: <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> just just want to bring it out there, you how's, know. How's your day going? <laughs> it's going all right, John. How's your day going?
0: I hope I didn't hurt your feelings.
1: <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. But I we brought it back, so it's no, okay. Yeah, we're good. we went
0: full circle. <laughs> all right. Now we can go in. <laughs> it's a freaking heat wave today, man. I'm going to be sweating. Good yeah. thing you can't hear sweat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's pretty odd here, but... Um, now can we jump in? Yeah, let's do okay. it. Let's go. <laughs> okay. This first one is from brunzy 89 And the title goes, my girlfriend thinks I should text her good night every night. Question mark. I, 33 male, have been dating this woman, 41 female, for about six months. By and large, the relationship has been going well. One point of tension has been our, our respective sleeping habits. I go to bed and wake up much earlier an hour than her. Um, much earlier hour than her.
1: Yeah. Much earlier than her. Oh, Just, much yeah, earlier than yeah. Okay.
0: Let's go with that. In my mind, this is a non-issue. There's been a few times that she has texted me after I went to bed. Nine out of 10 times, I will respond first thing in the morning when I wake up. Nine out of a hundred times, I wait until I had my morning coffee. Every once in a while, I forget to respond. She texted me at 1130 last night and asked me if I was still awake. I was sleeping. I let her know in the morning that I had gone to bed about half an hour before that she requested very politely via text that I message her before I go to bed because it makes her feel like she has been left hanging when she texts me at night and I don't respond. On the one hand, I'm empathetic to what she's saying. No one likes to feel like they're being ignored, but on the other hand, I feel, I feel inconvenienced by the thought of having to do so every night. I feel like I'm an adult. And if you text me after 10 PM on a school night, and if I don't respond, it should be assumed that I'm in bed. I think it's worth noting that I often do send her a goodnight text, but I shudder at the idea of having to do this so that she knows when I go to bed. Let me know your thoughts. Uh, I want to meet her needs, but I also, but I also feel like this is kind of inconvenient. What, uh, what do you think constitutes, constitutes rational behavior in this regard, how should I attempt to meet her needs in this regard while uh, not inconveniencing myself to the minimal, uh, while
1: inconveniencing myself to the minimal amount. Just do it, man. That's why, I mean, I, I like the the word choices there. You make it sound like it's a terrible thing to do. Like, I shudder at the fact that I feel like I have to do this every day. Or you, you, and then, but then just to back up your side, oh, just to let you guys know, I do this every, I do this fairly often, but yeah. you know, I just don't want to do it every day. Like, you do it every often or, like, pretty often. What you can't do it, like, every day. Like, I don't see the point. Like, I, I completely get her side. Because you have to think about in her perspective in this situation. Obviously, you go to work, right? She doesn't want to wake you up by accident by texting you, right? Yeah. So, she wants to know when you go to bed. That's, like, one of the reasons that I can see that why she wants that extra, oh, I, hey, I'm going to bed, have a good night kind of thing. Second thing is, yes, yeah, I can see her feeling, you know, being left, you know, hanged out, like just left at the dry kind of thing. Like you're not, you don't care or whatever. Like I can feel it in her perspective that she can feel that. So you saying, Oh, you know, it's just a good night text. I don't want to do that every day. Like what's why, what is your issue? If you're so inconvenienced and I ended saying in like the Asian cultures, like if you're so inconvenienced of doing something, something that simple, just die because everything in the world is inconvenient because it's just one text. It's all you got to say, Hey, I'm just going to bed. Have a good night. I mean, you know, if I'm was in a, if i in a relationship and with someone and they ask me, I'll be like, for one, I would do it before they even ask me. And I just do it every day. Because what's wrong with, you know, saying goodnight to someone you actually like or love or whatever in a situation? Yeah, and I understand that you, you know, message her back in the morning, but you said you forget. You forget. I think it would be a different situation if you didn't forget every morning. Then maybe that she wouldn't feel left out. But there's probably times where you don't text her you know, until like you know, 10 a.m., 11 a.m., whatever, like way into the, the day where you don't text her, she's going to get the wrong ideas thinking, oh, this guy mad at me, yeah. something wrong, right? A good night text isn't something that should be that inconvenient for you to be like, hey, like I, I shut her out the idea of doing it every day. Now, it's a different situation is and you do it every day and like the, the one time where you were super tired and you just fell asleep without doing it and then she got mad because of that one situation. Yeah. Then I understand your point of view and saying, okay, well, all right. Okay, I think she's like going a little overboard. She should understand that aspect. She understands your situation. She understands that you need to sleep early. You go to work early, right? She understands all that. She's asking for just one small text, say, "Hey, I'm going to bed," so she knows in her peace of mind that you didn't left, her, you didn't like ignore her, or there's not like any animosity between you two. Right. And another good thing is she doesn't text you in the middle of the night and waking you up, as a, or I like could wake you up, or so and so forth, right? I don't see what this situation is so bad about just saying, hey have you know have a good night i'm going to bed i just can't see it because i maybe i just do it maybe i'm yeah. you know in a relationship i do it so maybe i can't see why that side would be that bad but i don't know just my two cents just do it like i know i understand that you don't want to get inconvenienced but it's just a simple text it's one text you text people every day probably right you can't just send one more text to one person you actually enjoy you know being around with in a relationship with i don't know one
0: one situation where I could see this being more of an inconvenience than what you and I would consider is if he's not the type to have his phone on him all the time. Like there's those people who just like, and I know it's hard to believe that you don't have your phone on you all the time, right? Cause we all do, we have it in our pockets, whatever on our nightstand before we go to bed, but there are the people who, who treat it as if it's not a part of, you know, their everyday, everyday carry. Right.
1: And that's fair. Again, it's, I understand that, but it's just, again, it's one text. It is like, that's it. That's it even if you don't have your phone with you all, like she's not asking for the world here. She's not asking for yeah. like, Hey, like what, she's not asking for what you ate for lunch. She's not asking you like, Oh, tell me what you ate for dinner. Like yeah. all these small little things, right? She's asking for one thing one day, right? That's just a good night text. She, I'm sure she's old enough that she'll understand if you're busy for work and she just you don't answer because you're busy at work. Yeah. Right. But she's in a situation where she's, you know, feels like she's being left out or like, you know, ignored kind of thing, and she has no idea what the reason might be, right? And you just ignore her, but let's say you were in a nice conversation and you got super tired and you fell asleep, she might feel like, oh, is this guy mad at me? Like, did I say the wrong thing? Did I I ask the wrong thing? And so on and so forth. Just to ease that little tension for her and her peace of mind, one text isn't a big deal. And I'm kind of thinking back as like, even if you have kids or like parents have kids. yeah. When kids go on vacation, like with their buddies and when they're older, like, you know, 16, 18, they take their own car. They go skiing, snowboarding or go for a day trip. Parents like to get one text, say, hey, I got to the hotel room safe or hey, Mm -hmm. I got to my lodging safe. Right. And nine out of 10 people, students, or not students, sorry, children will just do it. Just for the sake of peace of mind to their parents. Yeah. Is it kind of inconvenient? Yes, it is. But it's more inconvenient to put your parents in a situation where they're worrying sick about you, in my personal opinion, right? So just one text could clear that whole thing up, and it's the same idea, the same metaphor, where you could just text your, you know, significant other, saying, "Hey, I'm going to bed," so she doesn't have all these, you know, wild things in yeah. her head, thinking about, yeah. "Oh, did I do something wrong? Did I say something wrong? Like, was my text wrong?" It's one text. She's not asking for the world here. Again, I. The way you worded your concern, i saying, like, I shudder at the idea yeah, of alone. doing every day is like. All right, dude, if that's so inconvenient, why are you in a relationship? Because relationships are inconvenient. You have to go and go to dinner, go to dates. You have to do things for your significant other. Like, that's very inconvenient. Why are you in a relationship? If you can't do one thing, why are you in a relationship? It's a small thing. And it's, yeah, like, it's it's not even just because it's one thing that's
0: making me, like, squint at this concern. It's it's not even a big thing. Like, he, he already says he typically does it, right? Even if it is in the morning or sometimes forgets when he goes to bed. What's... Is it really that big of a step to go from I sometimes text her at night to I text her every night before I go to bed? It's a little, it's a little difficult to side with, uh, I forgot the the name already, but it's Br- Brunzy. It's, b- it's a bit d- difficult to see your side of things here. Cause then, like you said, a lot more things, a lot more inconvenient things are going to come up in this relationship, yeah. right? It's going to be harder work than just texting. And I'm a little bit curious six months in, like, how is he, How is this his biggest concern with the relationship? Like, I feel like looking at the flip side here, if this is his biggest concern with the relationship, I feel like that's pretty good. Yeah. Because this isn't that much effort. And it seems like everything else that you encounter within that first six months of the relationship will take more effort than texting before you go to bed. So like on one hand, it's like, this is not that big of a deal. But on the other hand, if this is your biggest concern, I feel like a small hurdle hurdle to jump over for a success, successful another six months six years whatever
1: yeah right so like for six months you've dated her you obviously enjoy her company you enjoy her thing what if she's like if you don't text me good night I don't want to be in a relationship with you are you gonna be like oh right, yeah that's fine yeah Let's not being in a relationship that's one thing the right? one way to look at it like no one's gonna you already like you know in a putting a logical in a very weird way you invested six months of your life into this relationship right six months you, a lot of things can happen in six months and yeah. you did a lot. And you want to jeopardize that because you can't send one text saying, I'm going to bed. Good night. I don't know. It just seems very far fetched to me. Right. And like, it's like the whole, you know, Asian sayings like if you, if it's there's that inconvenient and such just it's a small inconvenience, right? Yeah. If it's that small and key, you should go die because everything in the world is gonna be inconvenient for you.
0: I've never heard that saying You've never before. That's it? a never big heard saying.
1: That. It's a big saying in uh in my culture anyway, if it's that inconvenient, and it, it only refers to like small inconveniences. Yeah, yeah. Like for example, like brushing your teeth at night kind of thing. Yeah. Right? If you're in so inconvenienced by one little thing that benefits you as a person, then you just die because like why? Everything in the world going to be inconvenient. Yeah. Life's not fair. Life's tough. It's hard to get through life and you know, to succeed and whatever. So if you can't just do that one little thing, why live? It's kind of like the idea about it. Um,
0: Everything else is going to be harder than this.
1: Yeah, so, exactly. Right. So why mm-hmm. live? I right? see, I see. No, and, I
0: understand the thing. And
1: that's the thing, right? It's just, it's one text. Like she's asking for one text. She's not asking for the world. She's not asking for, hey, can you do this? Can you do that? She's asking for one text. Just so she knows that you went to bed. And you do it frequently already. Yeah. If you said you don't do it at all, then I could say it's a big jump. Okay, so maybe you're going from like point A to point B and that I could see why your hesitancy is there is because it's a big change in your lifestyle and the, and the daily things you do in your day. But you do it already pretty often. Why can't you just send it, you know? Yeah. Instead of five times a week, why can't you send it seven times a week? Kind of thing? Like yeah. That's not a big jump, <laughs> right? Going from yeah. nothing to seven is a lot, but going from five to seven is not. Like it's, yeah, I don't know. That's just my two cents. I don't know why you can't do it. And if you're if you're thinking of a way that you could do this without inconvenience yourself, there isn't a way. And I'm gonna shut it down right there. I don't think there's anything you could possibly do, be like, how can I appease her needs while making it more convenient for me? Yeah, no. It's, that's just how a relationship works. She has a need, you kind of sacrifice again, very little. Yeah. It's not like a big sacrifice, a very little sacrifice, a minute of your day. Not even like 30s, like 10 seconds, how long it takes to say goodnight and phone? Like 10 seconds of your day. Say hey, I'm going to bed. Good night, like, and you think that's inconveniencing you? I don't know. I don't know why you're in this relationship. I should. I think you should get out.
0: In a relationship,
1: or yeah, in any relationship. really. if I was the, if if a girl sends us the concern and she's like, hey, my boyfriend does. I'm be like, clearly he doesn't care. He doesn't care about you. Because if he cares, that ten seconds shouldn't be something that's so inconveniencing.
0: Yeah, because looking into extrapolating a relationship and how you and I define it, anyway. And let me know if I'm, if I'm putting words in your mouth here, but like you and I, as far as I, as long as I've known you date for the, for the goal of marriage. Yeah. Right. And in between the six months and potential marriage, there's going to be a lot of things that you're going to have to sacrifice to keep this relationship up. Of course. Right. So like, I don't know, this is a part in the relationship where you're supposed to kind of be in like honeymoon sort of phase. phase, It's not going to be for everyone. Right. But generally the early stages of relationship. Um, this is where you would like, Oh, you would give the world to your partner because you just love them so much. You can't keep apart. And it makes me wonder like why this is such a big inconvenience for him. Like what, what is it? What is it about this, this text every night that is so, that he shudders at, you know, (laughs) maybe it's like, I'm trying to get into the mentality, but I don't know if it's, if, if it's accurate, but it's like, he doesn't want to be beholden something like he doesn't want to be responsible for doing this text every single night and it goes back to the argument of like goes back to the argument of why are you in a relationship then because now you're responsible for keeping up this relationship because you agreed to be in a relationship yeah right so i don't know
1: i understand like your concern, and you know jill mentioned a good thing it's like oh you feel responsible and you don't want to feel responsible for doing it you do it anyway you're just doing it a couple more times a week
0: yeah you're already you're already doing it right
1: like i can't again if it was the girl putting the concern in and saying, hey, like, you know, he's not putting this little thing for me and I really like Mm -hmm. that. Then I'll be like, yeah, he doesn't care, right? Like he's, like, think about it in the other, the girl's perspective. If you really like the girl and she really liked this good night text, imagine what she's going to think if you don't do it, right?
0: He can't do this little thing for me.
1: Yeah, and I mean, yeah, he can't do this little thing for me. So eventually when things get, you know, bigger and things get more serious, again, bigger things are going to happen. And if you can't do this little thing, she's gonna kind of go back that little seed in her head. She's like, "Well, he, he couldn't do this little thing for me. What makes me think he's gonna do something big for me?"
0: Yeah, like buy a ring and get married. Yeah, right? exactly. Right. Like so if she's the type to to date to marry, then I don't think she's gonna see uh, she's gonna see this uh, hesitance to to sacrifice as a, a, probably a red flag.
1: Yeah. And there's gonna be some people out there, if you, you know talk to other people, they're gonna be like, yeah, I don't care. Like, you're a man. Like, you do whatever you want. Like, you don't, if you don't want to text her, don't text her. Like, you, you're you, she, she. That's fine. If you wanna to listen to that advice, by all means, go ahead. Just don't expect that relationship to like, flourish in the yeah. future. Right? There's a lot of advice. Like, yeah, some people, again, even listening into this podcast might be like, oh, yeah, he should have to do that. Like, what's so dumb? Like, she should get over herself. Okay, that's fine. It, you can follow that advice if you want to. But how much do you value this relationship? It shows. It literally shows how much you value the relationship. Yep. And if I was the girl, and if I was in her shoes, and I realized that you're not doing it just because, oh, I shouldn't have to do it. I should deal with it. Then I'd be like, okay, you clearly don't respect me enough to this one little thing that I would like. That I would like of you. So why am I in a relationship with you? Yeah, and I, I don't know. It's hard to side with him on this.
0: But if he's adamant on super like not texting at night and just wanting to go to bed in peace, and if he's tech savvy. There's probably ways to automate that text.
1: (laughs) Probably, yeah. Every night send that text at like 10, 30 p.m. And you probably could do it. There's probably ways you could do it. There's definitely
0: ways you can do it. I wouldn't say this is the solution to your problem. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, like, if you're looking for a way to not having to manually text her every night, there's there's ways to automate your text. Would it mean that you value her more and you're willing to sacrifice? Then no. And if she ever finds out that you're like automating these texts out of just like, Inconvenience. I don't think. I think she would have the same reaction as if you told her that you didn't want to text her every night. Because yeah. effectively, that's what it says. That's, that's
1: what it says. Yeah. I, it's like I'm just too lazy to do it. Yeah. So it's got a machine to do it for me, and with a machine that I doesn't really put any emotions in. Like imagine though, like in a situation, you're, you're like he stays up a little late. And they're talking. Then randomly at like ten thirty, <laughs> they're like talking about like some I don't know the movie you're like they're all about Thor, Love and Thunder. It's yeah. like oh such a good movie, or whatever. Like oh they enjoy the scene. Good night. I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah. Or if they're
0: sitting beside each other. Yeah. <laughs> good night i'm going to bed yeah
1: exactly so i mean automation does work i could see it but again she's gonna get i agree with you girl and she's gonna get the same feeling and same idea if you just Mm. decide not to do it at all it's one little thing just suck it up if you value the relationship do it if you don't by all means do what you want like you're asking us to give our two cents it's like yeah how much do you value this relationship to do one text a night and if you say i don't value it i think it conven inconveniences me then by all means, I think you should tell your significant other, saying, hey, this text really inconvenienced me, so she knows that, oh, okay, so I'm very inconvenient to you. So, I I mean, but again, let's go down that road if you want to, but our suggestion is is just do it. You already do it. Just do a little bit more.
0: You've committed to six months of this relationship. I don't think it's that biggest step to commit to one text every night before you go to sleep.
1: Yeah, and that wraps it up.
0: I think so. (laughs) Just, it's not that much. Anyway. Moving on to our next one. This one's from Racing Cheetos of a subject line of, I love him, but I can't stop comparing. Ever since I was young, I would fall for people very, very easily. I'd have multiple crushes at the same time, but I would never have the guts to confess. Even to this day, I would catch feelings easily. And if I do, I will start thinking if I can see myself with this person in the future in a relationship, aka overthink everything. Fast forward to present day, I have a boyfriend of a year and a half and going steady, but I can't help comparing him to other people. Don't get me wrong, I love him and I see us getting married and starting a family, but I can't help having minor feelings or getting attracted to other guys when I see see them slash meet them. I hate to th- I hate to say this, but it's like I have a checklist in the back of my mind and whenever someone comes along and checks off something on that list, then I'll start overthinking. It's like that phrase, never, excuse me. It's like that phrase, never settle for less, but it's so hard because my boyfriend treats me so well and we get along like best friends and he understands me like no one ever has. Even though he checks off a lot of things on my list, there are some main things on the list that he doesn't check off. I've always wanted to date someone of my own race because it'll be easier for my family to communicate with him and for our kids to grow up learning our language, but he's not of my race. It hasn't stopped him from getting along with my family, but it's the stupid thoughts in my head that tell me. But what if he was the same race as you? Another main thing is that because I'm religious and go to church, all my friends are from church and he isn't religious. And I'm always too, quote unquote, ashamed to tell my friends I'm in a relationship with a non-religious person. My friends don't know I'm dating because of that said reason. I'm messed up. I know. Um, and as a summary says, I can never stop thinking, quote unquote, what if someone even better for me is out there somewhere? in the back burner even though I love my boyfriend yell at me and tell me I'm wrong and help me figure out what I'm supposed to do
1: I don't think overthinking is wrong I kind of I kind of want to think about it. like this there's, there's parts of overthinking is wrong I think some of the parts that you're overthinking is right so when you meet someone like and you start dating someone you're thinking of oh can I see the future in this person can I see marriage with this person I think that's okay yep that's you looking out for your future that's you taking care of yourself. I think that's 100% okay. I know this is like, it's like a, you know, it's like taboo to be like thinking, oh, after like a month or two in, you're thinking of marriage with this person. I don't think that's anything wrong with that. Like, yes, the other person might get a little bit freaked out if you mentioned it to them. But if you're personally just thinking about okay, you know, I've only dated this person for a month, two, three months, whatever. Can I see myself living with this person for the rest of my life? And you just continue that thought from, let's say, month one till the day of your marriage. Whatever that might be a year or two down the road, that is 100% okay. Because, in the, yes, well, like Gerald said in the last concern, like the first six months to a year could be the honeymoon phase. So, you know, oh, I could see myself getting married to this person. It might be a little bit, but you got to live a little bit longer, see what this person does in certain situations, and then, you know, deal with that. I think that's okay. 100%. If you're thinking about the long term, you're looking out for yourself, you're overthinking that aspect yourself, that is okay. Now, You comparing your boyfriend with other guys. It's I don't I can't I can see your situation where it's kind of hard for you to stop that, but you gotta stop. You gotta put it in the other perspective. What if he's doing the same thing to you, right? Oh, what if this girl is so much better than my girlfriend? Oh, this girl has much better body than my girlfriend. Oh, this girl has better eyes than my girlfriend. Like what if it was just those small little things? Imagine if you heard that. Right? I'm assuming you don't go to your boyfriend and compare, like, tell him these things, but you do it subconsciously. Again, that in itself—imagine if it was flipped around and the guy, your boyfriend, was saying, "Ah, oh, man, like, what if? Oh, I wish my girlfriend was a little bit, you know, less weight a little less, or my girlfriend weight a little bit more, or like, oh, I wish her like body was a little bit nice. whatever, whatever it might be. You're gonna be hurt. He's he, we're, men are human too. Men have emotions. They're gonna be hurt if you think that. So if you're comparing it in those situations, you need to stop. And you said you have this list where they, che- they check off these list items that you would like in your ideal partner. And when you meet these new people, yes, they're going to have, everyone roughly is going to have maybe a check or two here. But you need to understand that like, do they have like more than the other? Like, do this, one, this person have like seven checks versus this person have one? But you will never know if this person has more than one because you never dated that person. Yeah. But yet you're comparing and you need to stop that. I think you stop. Now, this is a this is a this is, this is something that I can agree with where you're dating someone and clearly you have your own culture and your your race and religion and they don't match with that. Religion, I can speak from experience, I don't care. I don't care about ex- religion. If the cuz you know, by technically, you know, let's say I'm Christian, if the other person was Buddhist, if the other person was Muslim, the other person whatever, I don't care. Because that's their belief. That's their choice. They can believe in whatever they want. That's just religious freedom at that point. The big thing is, is as long as it doesn't get pushed onto me, I don't care. Now, having said that, you're saying that you're religious, or Rejin Chido said you're religious and your boyfriend isn't. What's wrong with taking your boyfriend and, like, you know, do, like, a small mission trip on your boyfriend and try to convert him to your religion? That has happened in the world a lot. Yeah. Right? If you're in a significant relationship, if your boyfriend respects you and your boyfriend thinks, oh, you believe in this, that's probably a good reason why you believe in your religion, he could give it a try. right? However, if he says, oh, it's not for me, you just have to let it go. Yeah. So religion, I again, not a big issue. Now, culture, I can 100% see it. I can 100% see why you're having that thought. And you just, so there might be someone out there that is your race and culture and your religion And have check all the boxes like your boyfriend does. 100% that could be someone out there. But are you going to risk and gamble money like that? Are you a gambler like that? I don't know. Could be. But I can see you thinking that, you know, what if my boyfriend was that race? Well, like think about the other good things, right? What is he doing good that you love? There's obviously some boxes you've been dating for a year and a half that he checks off that you really like. Think about those. And just imagine the other way. There's There's a dude with your culture that just doesn't check off any of your boxes, but he just... Religious like you, and just has the same race. Would you think that's better? Right. Think about it. If you think no, then obviously your boyfriend's better. But if you think yes, which could happen, then at that point, is your boyfriend really someone you want to stay with for the rest of your life? Is yeah. what I would say. I uh, went on a rant there. I was kind of long. <laughs> no, that was good.
0: Uh, that's why people put in their concerns, right? Because we have, we put in our two cents. But directly addressing one of the the main concerns here is is uh cheetos having minor feelings of getting attracted to other guys when i see them meet them um i feel like a lot of that is the excitement i don't i don't mean to like to to tell you what you're thinking what you're feeling but um in my in my, in my experience i've I've had that happen where you get excited because you find people that vibe with you right mm-hmm. and you're like oh man we had this great conversation and then and then it might be uh misconstrued or confused for attraction right because it's some somehow it feels the same because you're you 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 feel that spark of like having a really good conversation, whatever it might be, enjoying their their um, enjoying their company. but I'm one hundred percent sure you felt that with your boyfriend when you first met him, right? Mm-hmm. And, and there's a reason why you stayed with your boyfriend for a year and a half um, on top of having those feelings, right? Yeah, so keep in mind that you don't have all this history with all these guys that you feel sort of like this the spark of attraction with, and there's a reason. Um, that you stayed with your boyfriend for a year and a half. So if you ever have these intrusive thoughts, and that's exactly what they are um of other guys being um, quote unquote better than than your current boyfriend, um keep in try to keep in mind that you've dated your your current boyfriend for a year and a half, you called him your best friend, whatever it may be. and those reasons, in my opinion, far outweigh this this little spark of attraction. yeah, right. so just keep that in mind. um if you have to do it, I don't, I generally, I, I'm not the type to do this, but keep the, the, um, I don't want to call it pros and cons list, but kind of like, kind of like the same idea of, of like, why, why do you like your boyfriend? Why do you love your boyfriend? Right. And those, those reasons try to keep them, try to weigh them heavier than whatever this attraction is to these other guys. Cause all in all you're human, right? Yeah. Just because you have a boyfriend, just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean everyone else in the world is suddenly unattractive. Yeah right like you can you can excuse yourself i feel like you can excuse yourself for finding other people attractive while you're in a relationship but if you and you are the type to overthink and if you if you find yourself overthinking my tip there would be just to be like hey this is my boyfriend this is why i'm staying with him this is why i've been with him for a year and a half he's my best friend and all those other good things that you that you listed if you find yourself sinking down that rabbit hole just picture you know your boyfriend in your head glowing halo this is my <laughs> this is my future
1: but i also do feel like she does that but then the only thing is like there are some boxes someone else can i think the biggest thing is she's looking for the best possible outcome which means it's her boyfriend but with like for example it'd be her boyfriend with same race as her or same culture as her and same religious as her right because there's a lot of people out there right and she might think oh there's there could be one person out there that you know may check all boxes instead of most boxes like my boyfriend can. I understand that you can think like that, but it's easier said than done. like there's not gonna be one person that's gonna fill every single check mark where you know it's just the perfect match is, there's gonna be some things that you're not gonna yeah. particularly enjoy about that person whether you life like them or not. and I agree with Gerald that minor small like little attractions I guess we can say like yeah. crushes or whatever. I can see why you know it could happen you're human. Right. Yeah. It just, like it, you could say, oh, that person's really attractive, or that person's really handsome, or that person's really beautiful, whatever. Like, that's fine. Right. It's just, I guess, feelings. And from what I'm healing, your feet, I start hearing your feelings aren't actually going to them. They're just like, oh, like,
0: you're, you're just excited. Thinking- right?
1: Yeah. You're just excited. You're just thinking about it. But like yeah. your heart doesn't actually go to them. It doesn't last for more than like a week. Yeah. It's my guess. I mean, unless it does last for a week. Yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I don't know. It's, it's a tough situation to be in because, it kind of like it snowballs, you know. You have these thoughts about um, about other people being better than your boyfriend, or whoever your significant other is, and that's hard to come out of, at, seemingly by this concern,
1: right? Yeah, but it seems like the only thing that he's lacking is religion and culture and race. But it- keep 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 this in mind, right? There might be
0: a lot of things about your sorry there there are a lot of things about your boyfriend that you probably don't notice that. That aren't one of your boxes that you that you check off right yeah yeah for example you find um you find a guy that checks off all your supposed boxes 100 um i can guarantee you that there's going to be a lot of things that you're going to miss about your current boyfriend yeah right and for all you know like those could be those could have more value towards you uh have more value for you than those things in your check boxes right and you just don't realize it
1: yeah and i think it's now because you're a year i don't know did it say how old she is i don't think it did um
0: i'd have to skim through here
1: But again you've been with them for a year and a half it's i don't know if i was the boyfriend i'd be a little worried that you're not introducing me to your best friends but you introduced me to your parents which is more like a bigger step in my bigger step in my opinion yeah but again that's fine if I, I mean i if i was the boyfriend i'd be a little worried but now even if you're a year and a half in this relationship, I think you should really value what you value more. Can you, like, you can't, guys, there's not, it's, it's very hard to find someone that will check every single box off on your list. But now, your biggest worry, and that kind of what got me is, is that your Rage and the biggest worry is culture, race, and religion. That's what those are the three things that really big came up. She didn't mention anything about marriage or kids right. or anything like that. So those are her big values. Now, you just sit down and think to yourself, and you overthink, and I think you should think about this, is, is all that worth so now you gotta say your boyfriend has these checked whatever maybe wants marriage wants kids blah 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 blah. is that worth more than someone who's your same race same culture same religion for me for me anyways i would say personally say yes like i personally value the people in my culture and people in my religion and people in my like I not religion sorry but more for my my race and culture i think that's pretty big for me That's a big thing. But now, can someone else override that? Yes, 100%. I think that can happen. But now, because you're a year and a half invested in in this relationship, and if you want to make it go longer and be a fruitful relationship, you need to start thinking now, okay, my boyfriend has these specs, these qualifications, whatever, right? Is that worth more than someone with someone with my, my race, my culture, and for you, your religion? Is that is that better? Like, could you live with someone who's a little bit, like, doesn't check all the boxes off your boyfriend has right now, but has religion, culture, and I guess language or race? Yeah. Right?
0: And that's a good point because she already mentioned that despite not speaking the same language or being the same race, he gets along with her parents very well. Right? And for all you know, just because he's not in the same religion, right, that doesn't mean he's not going to get along with your friends. And I think that's a hurdle that you're going to have to get over to kind of get that closure for that, for the, for the religion concern, Mm -hmm. because unless you can get him to convert, I think the best you can do is, uh, to have him get along with your friends, despite not being the same religion. And for all, you know, your friends could be ribbing you about it, right? But
1: it, it could just be, I don't know. But any like religious friends that rib someone else because they're dating a non-religious person. Well,
0: that's the thing, right? Like in my head, and obviously it's not it's not said here. Yeah. Uh, in my head, that's that's like a joke, right? It's like, oh, you're not dating whatever, blah blah blah. You're going to hell. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to hell. You're going to hell. No. Uh, but until you you cross that bridge of introducing him to your friends and and whether or not you know um, they uh, whether or not they. They
1: vibe or whatever. They they can get along with each other. That is going to be a question mark, right? But that's a question mark. And I, I want to bring this up. There's a question mark whether or not they're religious or not, right? Just because just because he's the same religion doesn't mean that they're going to get along well. Vice versa. Exactly. Yeah. So, and realistically, yes, I understand that you have religious and Christian friends or whatever friends she has. Religious friends. You when you guys hang out, you guys don't like practice your religion in front of each other, like daily, when you guys just chill in, like, a regular situation. Yeah, he maybe doesn't have to come to his church or whatever, but when you go out with your friends on, like, a Friday night to, I don't know, a board game night or, I don't know, pizza night or whatever, like, they're not gonna be, like, your friends aren't gonna, okay, maybe they are, let's get, (laughs) I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, maybe they are super religious, right? But still, even if I've seen super religious people, they don't, like, when they're out with friends on, like, a non-religious situation or event, they don't tend to practice that. Yeah. The only thing that I have seen that are super religious is people who for me anyway is people who pray before they eat. That's it. But they don't say, yo, let's all hold hands. Let's enjoy this meal together, and pray together. And I don't if,
0: see that. Even if they do, it's it's not. I don't think that's the same thing with like the text situation. I don't think that's that's a big hurdle to jump over for your boyfriend, right?
1: Yeah, and just he can just sit there and just listen or he can do it, go yeah. on his phone or whatever. That's that's not him being rude, it's just he's not partaking in that religious practice which is fine i think that's completely okay but when was the last time you and your friends really talk about god and or whatever your religion is outside of church outside of church yeah it doesn't happen so you're worried about something like that i don't think you should worry because yeah they might make fun of you for like a small thing but again i have i have yet to feel it (laughs) right so uh i because i've dated people who weren't my religion i was like whatever like my good friends are different religious than religion than i am we don't make fun of each other for that yeah so and it's weird. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. If someone did that, I'd be like, you're super Christian.
0: <laughs> did
1: you really just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but to
0: me, it doesn't just keeping keeping going on the religion track. It doesn't seem like she's worried that he won't share the values that her religion holds. Her concern phrases it um, in a way that she's concerned about him fitting in with her friends. Right. And it's not like, oh, what if he doesn't hold the same values as what my religion believes in? Like what? I don't know, like it, going to church every Sunday, or, or you know.
1: So, like, okay, that okay. So when you when you were going down that that whole, I thought you were talking about values, and like, oh, like let's get married, you know, before kids, no, no, or like no, no. those. Okay, well, yeah, if it's like religious values, as in like go to church every Sunday and stuff like that, then you have to just admit that he 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 has the freedom to believe in whatever he wants. If he doesn't want to go, he doesn't have to go. Yeah, of course, but but what I'm saying is
0: that she's not concerned that he's not going to believe in that. She's concerned that her friends will shun him, right? So for all we know. He could believe the same things as her, value despite, wise. Yeah, yeah. value wise, yeah. despite not being in the same religion, right? Yeah. So uh,
1: I don't know. I can't. Yeah, it's again they're your friends, right? And if you it, obviously they've been friends with you for a long time. I don't know of any friend. This is just me personally. I don't know any friend that can't that won't support your partner because their religious don't, religious yeah. don't matter with the the friend, right? Like if you know, for example. Like, Will was on last week. If Will had a girlfriend, he, you know, he's religious. If Will had a, you know, Muslim girlfriend or wife, I'm not going to, like, say, hey, like, I'm not close with yeah. your wife because she's, she's Muslim. Muslim. Like, right? that's, just, that's just wrong, right? I'd just be friends with her. Yeah, I'm not Muslim. I'm, you know, I'm obviously a different religion than her if, you know, Will dated a Muslim girl. But I will be friends with William's wife just to the fact that it's William's wife. Yeah. Not the fact that, he, that you know, this person is believing something else, Right. Yeah, and we don't know your friends, but
0: for the most part, I feel like if you like the person as a friend, that overrides what the religion is. Yeah, exactly. Like it, unless, again, like unless your friends are super devout and only
1: talk about your religion every time you hang out, which, which I, never, I doubt. I doubt, and I've never seen it happen. But we don't know, right? I, I, I'm just gonna go out there and put money. I would put money on the line that yeah. like, <laughs> there's no group of people that are just Christian and they talk about Christian values 24 seven, even when they're out having like a pizza party. Like nobody does that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, I haven't been to a pizza party in a long but, time. But, <laughs> like,
1: the biggest concern that I have for you is you're really weighing the idea of race, language, culture, and religion, those four kind of things. I and see that's, that. That's fair. That's fair. I think that's 100% fair. If you want to think about that, that's okay. Um, Thinking about marriage in the future, overthinking, that's fine. But you just need to th- just be aware that just because the friend religion part, I think we kind of figured out, it's like, who cares? That's not going to happen. And if you like him, you clearly love him, like him, to bits, right? And if your values is like him, I'm assuming your friend's values are similar to your values because yeah. they're religious-wise. So yeah. I don't think there'd be issues with that for just religious-wise. And again, you could try to convert him and see what he says. If you... You, know, you didn't mention you tried, so we can assume you didn't try. Uh, but, you know, give him a try. I mean, if he's open and he's respectful, he'll give a try at least once. If he doesn't like it, then let it be, right? Um, family and friends, yeah, okay. Like, you see, well, family-wise, your family gets along with him, so race is not a huge deal but i can i still see it i still see your worry but again i kind of covered that so you need to think about what is more important to you
0: one thing that it's hard for me to to reconcile is her wanting her kids to learn her mother tongue like i don't know yeah that's going to be a difficult one if he doesn't if he doesn't speak your language freak, uh, uh fluently if he's like way over the top kind of do everything 110 percent what if he learns your language, right? Like, I, I don't, I think that'd be a, a big ask, but you never know until you do,
1: right? Yeah, and you know, I can see that, but even if if those relationships and marriages happen and have kids, most, they just follow the mother tongue anyway, like the mom's mother tongue, right? Just assuming, let's just say you're Chinese, I don't know I'm just putting out there, you know, if and your husband's white. Most kids underneath that will learn some sort of Chinese, right? It's not hard or Japanese or whatever.
0: I feel like that'll depend on the household, especially because if if they don't communicate, if the husband and wife don't communicate in that mother tongue, I feel like it'll be difficult for the kids unless they learn it in school or well. It'd whatever. be hard
1: to push, but I think the moms like will. You will can. Do it. yeah. It's not impossible. Exactly.
0: However, yeah, exactly. It's definitely not impossible. Like at the very least, you can get them to understand. Yeah. Right. If even even if they don't speak fluently, and if that's that much, if if that's that big of a of a um, of a value to you, then you know, maybe. Take them to your to the to their grandparents more often than you usually would, yeah. right? Like they, I, f- I feel like your mom and dad are going to speak a uh, more fluently than maybe you even. So, so I feel like there's a little bit of nitpickiness going on from our solutions to her concerns, mm-hmm. but it just kind of goes to show that there's ways around right, and workarounds to, to your concern. If you really love your boyfriend and you, you know, you can you you think uh, you're thinking of spending the rest of your life with them, these are some
1: solutions, yeah. right? And we're kind of telling you also like some of the things you're doing is it's okay. It's normal. Some things aren't like you like, you know, having this big list of my boyfriend and this guy, like <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> that's a little, little that's a little weird. And I think you should stop that, but it's okay to have a little like, oh, like, oh, I got really, yeah, you know, I talk really well with this person. Like, we got along very well kind of thing. And yeah. you have that little attraction and that's okay. Um, but if you're comparing yourself like, you know, nuts and bolts here, like, oh, this, my boyfriend has, doesn't have this, but my boyfriend has that, like, or this the guy has that, then you need to stop that because think about it in the receiving end, right? Just like the whole, yeah. oh, if my girlfriend was more prettier, I wish my girlfriend had a better body. I wish my yeah. girlfriend worked out more. I wish my girlfriend went was outdoors. It could be anything, yeah, right? But imagine if that was flipped around and it came on you. Imagine how you feel.
0: And think about it this way, unless you dated that person also for a year and a half, that checkbox that they have that your boyfriend doesn't, I feel like is nullified because you don't know the rest of his story. Yeah. The rest of the other guy's story. Yeah. Right?
1: I, you're thinking, I guess from Raging Shittills, you're very optimistic, but yeah. start being a little pessimistic because just because you had a good conversation with one guy doesn't mean he's he's not a dick in the, <laughs> in the <long> run, Right? <laughs> yeah. For yeah. all we know, he could be a very, you know, he's a, he's a dick to waiters and waitresses. Yeah. And you maybe that's a check you need to have for your boyfriend. Right? Yeah. Like,
0: and that, Yeah is going back to the things that you don't have your on your checklist that you love about your boyfriend,
1: yeah, that you know for sure and it's guaranteed yeah but for someone else that could just be completely the opposite exactly right
0: because nobody's perfect right exactly. even if you think they check all the boxes there's things there that your boyfriend does that they don't do or vice versa
1: yeah so I think I gotta wrap that up
0: yeah, it's just a classic case of overthinking,
1: yeah, and like I said sometimes it's okay, right sometimes it's a little too much. <laughs> So, but in this case, you have a little bit of both, some parts are okay. Some parts you yeah. need to stop. I mean, it's, it's a hard spiral to get out of, right? Yeah. Oh, it's called overthinking for a reason because
0: you, you know, you can't stop it usually. Yeah, that's fair. But you know, trust your judgment a little bit and you know, you love your boyfriend for a reason. Mm-hmm. Right. Moving on. Yeah, let's go. This last one is from Meta Poop 2 and it goes, am I the problem? Question mark. I am five foot five and 120 pounds. My husband is five foot seven and 175 pounds. I'm starting to resent him for something he said two years ago. During COVID, I gained about 20 pounds and so did he from where we currently are. He told me that I was getting to the point where he wasn't sure he would still be attracted to me if I gained any more weight. And I agreed and told him the same. I've been super into fitness and health my entire life as a competitive cheerleader, and it was truly COVID depression. So I never thought I would have trouble getting back down, but his comment checked myself and, and got, and got, it. sorry. And I got back, uh, so I never thought I would have trouble getting back down, but his comment checked myself and I got back down to my normal and my normal weight and maintained it ever since. He stayed heavy and I can't fight this feeling like he gets what he wants physically and I don't. Especially when he's the one who commented first, it's not fair in my opinion. He's a resident physician. So he says he gets a pass, which makes me feel like he wants me as a trophy wife, but he's not rich or anything. And I am a successful myself and I'm not nor never, nor ever will be a trophy wife. We are a team. I don't get why a fat guy gets to tell me that kind of thing and then not get fit himself. I don't know. Am I the problem for staying with him?
1: no he's in the wrong 100% he's in the wrong I will 100% say that if it's a different story if he didn't say anything if he's like oh that's fine like whatever and then you lost your weight and then now you're coming back to him say like oh you should lose weight too I lost it then it's a problem then you're the problem right Meta you screwed up but he mentioned it It was. you have to realize when once he mentioned it and you said the same thing back to him there was kind of an agreement It's kind of a deal in place. If you gain more weight, I'm not going to be attracted to you. And he's like, okay, same thing here. If you gain more weight, I'm not going to be attracted to you. So if you are losing attraction to him, all the right to you. You guys made an agreement. You guys came to the table and you guys both said the exact same thing. There's nothing about men and women, about gender equality. If you guys both came, said the exact same thing, you fell through, you fell through, Fell with... He you went, went through. Went through. That's what I was like, you went through with your end of the deal and you lost weight. He didn't. So if you are complaining that he's fat, tell him that. That's 100% okay because he complained that you were fat. So why why is this... That What's the issue with like, oh, you know, one person can say and one person can't? No. You guys both agreed. I don't care if he's a resident, like a physician. I don't care if he's a Olympian. I don't care. Right? If he mentioned it first, he needs to put his mouth... Whereas, like, he needs to put it where, like, his worth. Now, what's the word I'm looking for? He needs to put his actions worth worth this. Yeah, he needs to walk to walk. Yeah. Right? He said it. He brought it up first. By the uh, according to your concern, it feels like he brought it up first. And if he's like, "Oh, I don't care. Like, I don't care about my body." That's fine. That's his choice. I don't expect you to stay with him for that long, because clearly you don't find you. You were word for words that if I if he gains more pounds than where he's at, I might not be attracted to him. Now, it's. You know, that's just my two cents in your perspective. In the overall perspective, it's a little weird, right? You, it seems like you guys are just attracted by body-wise. Like, there's no, like... Like, if my significant other, if I marry someone... I'm not married, but if I marry someone and she gained weight, I'm not going to be any less attracted to her because she gained weight. I love her for who she is, not because of her body, right? And it feels like when both of you guys are saying that, it feels like you guys are... Kind of liking each other for your bodies. Like more than like I mean, there's there's an attraction there, but like it doesn't seem like it's grown anymore than just the physical attraction.
0: Let's let's assume that when she said attraction, she meant physical attraction.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it just because you're talking about it, you guys are only focused on the physical attraction part. That's what I don't understand.
0: Well, maybe everything else is okay, but this is kind of a, a thorn in their side, right? Of the relationship. I could definitely see that, because that's that's gonna be I, first of all, I feel like the the resentment she's harboring is is completely justified. Right? Yes, I agree with you. Like yeah. like what you said, he he brought it up first. Yeah, first of all. But um, anyway, going back to my point is that uh, I actually can't remember what I
1: was saying before. I was saying that like, you know, it's just weird that you guys are both. Are they married? They're married. And then, yeah, it's weird that like. I, oh if, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. They're saying that like. Oh, if you gain more power, I won't be attracted to you. Like you're not attracted to the person who she is as a personality, what she does for you, what she what she can do for you, or what like you know all these things. Like it just has to be a physical attraction. Well, that's what I'm. That's why I'm saying, like, for the sake of
0: for the sake of this concern, let's assume that that they said, if you gain more weight, I won't find you physically attractive anymore. Like I wouldn't call you, uh, I wouldn't consider you as like fit or beautiful or like that that sort of thing. I, which is doesn't make it any
1: better. I guess you guys are both in agreements. You guys both said the same thing, so I can't really defend one or the other. So like, again, if you guys come to that agreement, and that physical attraction is that big of a deal to you guys, by all means, like, okay, like it's you guys, your yeah. marriage, not my marriage. That's well, the thing. Right? The right it could be different you. for everyone. Yeah, that's like,
0: true. Physical attraction could hold a lot more weight for some couples yeah, than other ones, right? That's fair.
1: And that's the thing. I'll stop there because yeah. it could be for them, and not for me. I'm flummoxed out to say that, right? So That
0: being said, I feel like this makes it worse then because this is something that you, of course, you're going to get hurt, even if, no matter how long you've been married. If your partner says you're getting fat, I'm not going to be attracted to you anymore. Regardless of how much you value physical attraction, that hurts. Yeah. I would consider that disrespectful. Of course. Right. If you consider about their health, and maybe that's a different question, but it was blatantly said that it was physic, it was attraction that was at stake. Here, yeah. Not like, hey, let's get healthy together. Yeah. Right.
1: Um, and he's in the wrong. He's hundred percent in the wrong. Um, you were like you, you, you follow through. You did what you said you were gonna do. He didn't. And if he doesn't want to, I mean, then you then I'm gonna tell you straight up, you don't have to maintain that fitness anymore. I no. know it I would yeah. yeah, if you I mean, I don't I don't say that. I don't like, you know, say, hey, you should go let yourself loose because yeah, yeah. it's health reasons-wise now. Like now we're getting to the health reasons, but if he isn't doing it, and if you're like, you know what, I don't wanna work out today. I wanna eat a brownie, I wanna go eat McDonald's, I wanna go eat some junk food, by all means, do it. No. Don't, don't stop yourself because of him is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. At this point, it feels like you started because of him. And now that you, you, now that it, it's come out that apparently it's not as important to him. Right. Don't feel guilty for his sake that you're, you know, you eat a brownie here and there. Yeah. Right. And it, ma- it makes it worse. And he makes an excuse about it too. Right.
1: Yeah. He's a, th- he's a resident, what?
0: A physician.
1: So he's like a doctor, like a he's, coming up, up, yeah, up and coming doctor. Up and
0: coming. Yeah. He's training to be, become a full fledged doctor. So who cares? Right. Like that's so then I don't don't say it.
1: Yeah, like the it doesn't make any sense why are using your job as like like I understand be proud of your job, but like why does it matter? You're you that makes it worse. Do you know what like really it's kind of going off tangent, like what grinds my gears is it's people who are not healthy looking who are who are consider like have a considerable belly and they're trying to do like a health related role. So like a physician, <laughs> for example, a doctor, right? If a doctor is like overweight, it's hard for me to be like, you're talking to me about my health when your health is like this. It's like the same as like personal trainers. Yeah, yeah. The, the, that one's a bigger one. It's like personal trainers, like you can be fit in your own way. But then I've seen personal trainers where I go to the gym eating McDonald's in front of the lobby of the gym. It's like, isn't your job is to promote yeah. healthy behavior and not eat junk food yeah. like this? And, you know, tell your, tell your tra- like, trainees... Like you should eat better and work out more. I understand if you want to do that in your home and your own personal thing, but don't do that at your place of work when you're promoting this. It just grinds my gears. And And what really makes me mad is like personal trainers who don't actually train. They know the knowledge of how to do the form, how to lose weight, but they themselves are completely unhealthy. It just blows my mind. I would never take, I don't care if that person has a PhD in their study. I would never believe them because you're not following through with what you know. What makes me think that you know this stuff? You just... I mean, I could be book smart. I can read a book. I can learn. Right? So why Why do I need to listen to this person? Yeah, I, I'd rather see someone who's like ripped and jacked. And it's like, yo, you need to do this and that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Clearly it works because you're doing... You're you're, you're showing that it works. But if you are... Again, I'm just going back. <laughs> if you are unhealthy and unweighted and you're a personal trainer, you need to fix yourself and check yourself at the door. Because seriously... I would like to a point like bugs me that I would go to the person getting trained and be like, "Why are you listening to this person? <laughs> why have you done that?" No, I'm saying like, no. I, I would like. I mean, it does get. I don't think I've ever would, but like it gets me to a point like I I should because like why would you listen to this person? Like it's just it doesn't help. This person isn't doing what he's preaching. He's like, in a lack of a better word, he's a hypocrite or she's a hypocrite. Right? Think about it. It's like hiring
0: a plumber that always has a clogged toilet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's the best way of putting it. Yeah, exactly. Why are you listening to that person? Because if they can't fix their own problem, how do they expect to fix other people's problems? And this, that, that personal trainer idea and reason why I brought it up, it's, it makes sense for the physician-wise. I can't not... Like, this is a true story. Okay? I, every year, I have to do a medical check for my job. Every year. Okay? And the the, I have a new doctor now. He's super healthy, super good guy. The doctor before, like I feel like he was gonna die giving me the exam. That's how unhealthy he was. (laughs) And he has to make sure that I'm healthy enough and fit enough to do my job. And I'm like, are you fit enough to do your job? Like, (laughs) like, I should be giving you the medical exam. Like, how are you? How are you able to give me and say I'm healthy enough to? Because if he says I'm not healthy enough to do my job, my career's done. Right. Right. So, but then this guy is super unhealthy. Like. He was checking my ears, uh, and my hearing, and my, my heart, and whatever, and I'm, I can hear him panting. I was like, "Dude, you get you okay? Like, I, he's a great doctor, like great guy, but like, I'm like, why? How are you doing this to me? <laughs> like, what? do you get to say in this, and you can't even say that you know you're healthy yourself? When you can't pass the test yourself? Exactly. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what? Either way, like, just blows my mind. He, he, you know. He, he retired or whatever. I have a new one. And he's super healthy and he's super knowledgeable. He gives me all right. these tips and whatever. So he's good. But the guy before, I was like, man, if you're gonna die, just give me my, give me my medical check done, pass <laughs> first, and then die. Jesus, because <laughs> I don't want. I, I need my medical to do my job. <laughs> so, man. but it's the same idea with this position, right? He's a resident. He's gonna be a doctor. Like in that aspect, if he if he gives any advice of saying, hey, you you're a little overweight. You need to. You know, make sure you eat less sugar, eat less salty foods, and, you know, eat more healthy, eat more vegetables and stuff. And if I was a patient and I see this guy who's overweight and not healthy, I'd be like, who are you to tell me? Why aren't you doing it? Yeah, why aren't you doing it? There's a reason why most doctors are pretty fit. Like, yeah. I haven't seen a really, like, obese doctor because they know it's unhealthy.
0: <laughs> There's a reason b. be... They they value being healthy. That's probably part of the reason they yeah. became a doctor.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So if he wants to have a good relationship with his patients in the in the future, he should really you know work out. <laughs> because I again I will be that kind of patient and be like, why would I listen to you? Yeah, you're not doing what you're saying. You're doing what you're saying not to do. So why would I?
0: <laughs> Just being hypocritical. Yeah. And I, yeah, another thing that grinds my gears here. He doesn't even it doesn't seem like he's giving her credit where credit is due.
1: Yeah. And it's, yeah. So that's another thing too. Yeah. I would agree. Right?
0: Cause she's, she did the work. Clearly she did the work. She lost the 20 pounds that she, she gained over COVID. Um, and all he can say is that I get a pass cause I'm a doctor. Yeah. No, I don't know. He's not, he's not scoring a lot of points in my book here. Um, but I don't know.
1: Like, I think it'd be different if, you know, like if, because he doesn't seem like very appreciative too. Like he seems like it's oh it's a, it's the right thing to do, it's a normal thing to do. Like she lost the weight, and it doesn't seem like him himself is like, oh dang, yeah. my wife just lost all this weight. Oh, dang, she's so good. Granted. Right? Like, yeah, I take it for granted, exactly. Yeah, and that's wrong. And I think either you just tell him, Yo, you need to lose some weight, or I don't feel attracted to you, and just tell him straight up. He said that to you first. Now you you you, you follow can, through. So you now can... you tell him, like, I'm not attracted to you. If he wants to, you know. Have you know, you know, nighttime fun with you? Just be like, no, I feel gross with you. <laughs> Dang. Boom. Because he brought it up. Yeah. He brought it up. So like, because he brought it up, anything's on the table. If you brought it up, it's a different story. But you didn't. He brought it up, and if he obviously he's a guy, he's gonna have urges. He's gonna want to do it. Just be like, no, I'm sorry, I don't feel attracted to you. I don't, I don't want to do that with you. Boom. Straight up. Maybe I'll hmm. teach him a lesson, saying. Don't say those stupid things. Him bring again to to fix this. He shouldn't have brought it up in the first place. <laughs> it's my. Well, opinion. okay, it'd be different.
0: He he could have brought it up, and if he did the work, then we wouldn't having we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah. right? He shouldn't have brought it up, knowing that he wasn't gonna do it as well.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's right. it. Yeah. Um,
0: I wouldn't go to the lengths of being like that mean, but that's just me. No, I would. But <laughs> let me finish. But I would. I wouldn't spite you for playing that card. If I I feel like. If I had this conversation with you, I was your husband, and then you played that card on me, where you're like, no, it's off the table, I'd be like, dang, I should go work out. Yeah. <laughs> that's how most I mean? people would think. Yeah. Right. And to me, it just feels like he's, he's taking you for granted now. He's like, yeah. hundred percent. Now you're back to normal. You don't, what do you want? A cookie? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
1: You, you, are, you are doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. What do you want from me? So, I would, that's, that's literally what I would do. I would 100% do that.
0: In a regular situation, I'd be like, Yeah, he gets a pass because he works super hard. But in that situation, he wouldn't have called you fat and unattractive. Yeah. Right.
1: Again, he's a doctor. If he said, Oh, it's healthy reasons, health reasons, you pay, we should you should lose weight and whatever. Like, okay. I could see that's a more nicer way of saying it. And I think that's completely valid at that point, because I think everyone should be healthy. But he said it in that tone, in that way you did what you had to do he's not doing what you're doing so don't give him what he wants
0: and this really strikes on one of my biggest pet peeves he's just entitled yeah right he's entitled to not lose weight to not have to do the work because he's a big shot resident doctor whatever right and and no he's not he's not entitled for you to he's not um he doesn't deserve your attraction just because he's your husband just because he's your he's a doctor big shot doctor right
1: he's a resident doctor okay they don't make that much money Hence why she mentioned that, that she probably makes yeah. more money than he does. He's a yeah. He's an up and coming doctor. He's not a doctor.
0: He's not full fledged.
1: Yeah. He's not full fledged. Yes, I know resident doctors are should be considered doctors. And yes, I do consider resident doctors as doctors. I would me personally, I would. But if I find out that you do that in the side, I'd be like, no, you ain't no doctor. Who do you think you are? Yeah. Right. I'm like I don't care. I don't care what you say. Right. Like he, you're not a full fledged. Doc- I will if normally more like I don't care if you're an intern. I don't care if you went through the medical school that you're you're smart you went to you're a doctor to me in my eyes but once i realize you're using that as like and taking things for granted then i'll be like no you are you are not a doctor you are not anything
0: his title doesn't seem to match the stature he thinks he has yeah right so so tell him to get off his high horse if he if he thinks you're unattractive and you're heavy you can play the card of of saying you're not attractive because you're heavy yeah because he played the card first. Exactly. So you're completely, completely allowed. I don't. You don't need me to tell you, but <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you wouldn't be in the wrong for being like, hey, I lost this weight. Where are you at? <laughs> that's
1: right? what
0: I would do. And the final question here was, I don't know. I don't know. Am I the problem for
1: staying with him? For staying with him, though, like I think you yeah. went a little far. Like clearly, you married him for a reason. Like don't think of a divorce because he gained weight. That's a little too much. But that's that's not
0: why she would divorce him. I think she she would she would she's questioning staying with him because she now resents him for what he said and didn't follow up on, right? Cuz he's now treating her like a trophy wife. And again, the stature that he carries doesn't match his title as a I resident see doctor, saying. right? I see. So it's not the fact that he finds her unattractive. Bec- that's that's not why she wants to leave him or thinking about leaving or staying with him. She's She's resenting the fact that he's not, you know, walking the walk or he's not appreciating the work that she put through to lose the weight that he apparently resented her for.
1: Uh, and a, it, it
0: goes a little bit deeper than just being that shallow, does. right?
1: It does. However, I do believe in the sanctity of marriage that it shouldn't be something like he didn't do anything like completely. Divorce worthy. Divorce worthy, in my personal opinion. I see where you're where, you know, meta's coming from. I do I think you should just give it like you make more money than him, according to the concern. Like why don't you do the exact same thing that he's doing to you? Right? You're a successful woman, right? You obviously love him because you married him in the first place. You dated him and married him in the first place. You obviously love him. So do the same thing. Just be like he oh yeah, he's a doctor. He's my like and then like, you know, make it in a different way instead of like, oh, like, oh yeah, I married a doctor and I'm I make more money than him. And just be proud of that, right? Because he's doing that pretty much exactly to you, treating you like a trophy wife. Why don't you just treat him like a trophy husband? Husband, yeah. Why why not? Right? Look at this one that I got. He's a doctor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't yeah. think it's divorce worthy. Um, I do think you should play the card because he played it first. And you know, hopefully the marriage doesn't end in shambles, but you know, he needs to he really needs to check himself before he enters that door cuz just because he's a doctor and you know he's he's studied a lot yeah. and then because he has that title of doctor like he should treat people with and his wife with a little disrespect that's that's not right. I don't care who you are, you don't do that. Do you
0: think he thinks he gets the pass because because of his title or because he's always busy being a doctor?
1: And so that's that's kind of thought about that too is he might be busy just doing doctor but then the thing is you don't need to work out to, to lose, lose weight yeah yeah that's a it's good point majority of its food so if he's gaining weight all he needs to do is cut down on some things that he shouldn't be eating in the first place as a doctor because he knows how bad <laughs> it is for your body right it don't have like um like coke or pepsi or whatever like these things that he knows is probably unhealthy but he probably has you know you can have a salad instead of having a pizza you can have a salad instead of having a hamburger. Like, these small things will lead to just natural weight loss. You don't have to work out. I understand doctors have no time. And food might be, you know, hard to, you know, come by. But judging by Meta's concern, if the husband asks, hey, like, I'm trying to eat healthy. Like, do you think we can have some more healthier foods at night or whatever? I'm sure she'll be like, yeah, let's do it.
0: One thing that popped into my mind, and I'm not sure... Like I don't have enough of knowledge on this, but what if you're stressed, doesn't that contribute a lot to to weight gain?
1: Yes, I would agree with that.
0: Is it could it be to the point that he's just super stressed from his job being a resident doctor that he's gaining weight even though he's eating, you know, relatively healthy? Could that would that constitute a
1: pass in your books? If it's that case, then yes. If it's that bad, but the way he has how he's very confident in himself that, and the yeah, way he's putting yeah. himself up there. It doesn't seem like that's the case.
0: Right. It still could be. I feel like it still. It could, could be. be. Yeah,
1: and maybe he, maybe he's just like the macho man, and he's like, oh, I don't want to say I'm stressed at work, or I don't yeah. want to say I'm like, you know, having you know struggles with working. Maybe he's that kind of guy. You know, that could 100 be it. But it still doesn't give him the pass that he played that card.
0: Yeah, I don't think it excuses his attitude towards his wife.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, like if he is that such in that situation. And he's not work he can't work out or he's eating really well, but he's still gaining weight because of stresses and stuff like that. In that case, him not being able to lose weight is a pass. I would give that to him. That, yeah. But it still doesn't matter because he played that card first. Like he cannot lose weight. But I mean, if she wants to play the card again, say, Hey, I don't wanna do anything with you because I'm 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 not attracted to you, I'm not sexually attracted to you or physically attracted to you, that's still fine.
0: Yeah. And if his attitude wasn't, um, I get a pass and sorry. If, if he had appreciated and not taken to not taken for granted the wife's um uh, achievements or or mm-hmm. progress it'd be a different story different story right? yeah but he didn't he didn't he made an excuse yeah and I feel like that hasn't been excused just because he might be stressed from work or he, he's mm-hmm. a doctor yeah right? so he gets up if if he's super stressed from work like you said he gets the pass for for not losing weight but he doesn't get the pass for. For having that attitude, attitude towards you and your progress and your weight loss. Yeah, yeah. That, route, that, and that wraps it up. Wraps yeah. it
1: up. No the, divorce, please. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Respect the sanctity of marriage as much as you possibly can. Yeah. Uh, wrap up. Let's do it. The one from Brunzy. My girlfriend thinks I should text her good night every night.
1: Just do it. Just be a man. Like it's ten seconds of your life.
0: Literally. <laughs> Next one. Racing Cheetos. I love him, but I can't stop. C- I can't stop comparing. Uh, it's inevitable, in my opinion. You can't you can't look at someone and not you can't look at someone attractive and not ac- acknowledge that they're attractive. But at the end of the day, um, find the things that you value about your boyfriend, and you know value them.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Last one from MetaPoop Two. Am I the problem?
1: No. No. no I, I was. I mean, if you're assuming that like. He's not losing weight because of you for some reason. Then I would still say no. But either way, none of that situation is your fault. He started it. He brought it up. He's not following through while you are. So you're doing everything right. He needs to check himself.
0: He does. He needs to change that attitude. I think that wraps it up for this episode for Penny of Our Thoughts podcast.
1: Yeah, that concludes this episode. We'd like to thank everyone that uh, submitted the concerns for us to talk about and uh we hope to see oh wait before we go we are on youtube uh, a little delayed than normal but we will uh, excuse me uh we will be uh uploading on youtube uh but again if you haven't if you have a concern and you want to send this in again it's give some to us at gmail.com again it's give some to us at gmail.com exactly the way it sounds exactly the way it's spelled there's no changes there and uh, again Thank you again for submissions and thank you again for tuning in for another episode of Penny for Thoughts and I hope to see all y'all beautiful faces next week.
0: Thanks everybody for joining us and as always, stay kind to each other.